Hey guys, today's episode was inspired by the recent and amazing news about Alexis Sanchez. If you're into the Premier League, you will enjoy today's show. You've just tuned in to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 168, number 168, numero 68. Welcome to the English Made Simple show. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. What's up, amigos y amigas? What's up? What's happening? <laughs> you know what? I did something on the weekend, something that I don't uh, normally do. I watch the news on TV. Mm. I rarely watch news because it's a lot of gibberish on the news. Anyway, you know the typical stuff. Uh, the news starts off uh, with some irrelevant news <laughs> and then moves on to the boring topics such as the weather and then the sports. And there it was, the news about Alexis Sanchez and the English Premier League. Apparently, Alexis signed a contract with Manchester United. He's switching teams. <laughs> It's supposed to be like uh, like this major news, you know, uh, because it reached Australia, so it must be really big news. Uh, <laughs> and then you see on TV, then you see the shots of Alexis playing with his teammates, training, passing ball, kicking the ball. Um, and then I was expecting him to give an interview. I was waiting for him to say something. And this news about Alexis was obviously huge because it made it here in Australia. We rarely get news about uh, soccer on TV or I should say football. Okay, We rarely get news about uh, uh, football on TV. So I was expecting an interview with Alexis, but uh, nothing. They didn't share any words or thoughts from Alexis himself. Uh, the news was very brief. For those of you who don't know who Alexis Sanchez is, don't worry, I didn't know about him either until I came to live in Chile. He's one of the top football players in the Premier League. A football player or a soccer player, if you're in the US and Australia, we say soccer players for football players. Okay, so there was no interview from Alexis or no, no interview with Alexis. So I asked my husband, because he's Chilean, I asked my husband, do you think Alexis can speak English? Because I've never heard him speak English. My husband said, I don't think so. You see, I've only heard him give interviews in Spanish. Mm. So I've decided to check on the Google machine, <laughs> to check on Google. So I typed, does Alexis Sanchez speak English? And guess what? It seems like a popular search because there were a lot of uh, search results about this. A lot of people have been wondering, okay? <laughs> English is not Alexis' first language. His first language is Spanish. Uh, so I found this uh, YouTube video, a very short clip uh, on YouTube. And I was surprised. Um, the interview was done in 2016, so it's kind of recent. Um, it's not a long time ago. I can imagine how difficult it must have been for him to do the interview because English is his second language. I think second. Um, it's hard to speak in a different language, let alone give interviews in a, in a foreign language, you know. So I, I feel sorry for Alexis a little bit. 
uh, but I do have an advice for him. Um, Alexis, if you have a smartphone, you know what to do. Simply download English Made Simple Podcast onto your phone and start learning English while running around the field, kicking ball, scoring goals, you know. That's just my tip, okay? <laughs> just a tip from moi. All right. Okay, I know he's a great soccer player. He doesn't have to speak English while playing soccer, so that's cool. Uh, I don't want to uh, single out Alexis. There are other sportsmen and sportswomen that are very talented, very good at what they do, uh, but they rarely give interviews in English, even though they are international stars. I'm just puzzled, that's all. I was just thinking out loud. That's been on my mind. I was just wondering how come. Right, so anyway... So today's show has been inspired by Alexis Sanchez because today's topic is about conversation fillers, something that um, everyone should know, something that everyone uh, would find helpful in any conversation, okay? I will explain what this, uh, what this is about. Uh, I call them conversation fillers, but the proper name would be discourse markers. Remember last time we learned the word fill, F-I-L-L, to fill. It's a verb. It's a regular verb. It's spelled as F-I-L-L and the past tense is filled. Filled. And the participle is the same. So we learned that in the last episode. Check out episode number 167 for more details. And I'm talking about conversation fillers. Right. That's the word F-I-L-L-E-R-S. So, why do we need to know about conversation fillers? Well, that's a good question. Thanks for asking. For any English learner, conversation fillers uh, help you buy time. They help you stall for time. Basically, you will have more time to think of what to say before your next phrase or sentence. So, that's the purpose of conversation fillers. They will help us to think of something to say before our next phrase, before our next thought. So, let me bring uh, Well Intelligente to the mix. According to Well Intelligente, <laughs> or the online dictionary, filler words or filler phrases are empty words uh, without real meaning, okay? Without adding any significant value to a sentence um, when you're speaking. We use them when we are speaking. They simply help you to continue with your conversation until you come up with the rest of the sentence. Okay? So, okay would be an example of a filler word. Radio. Since uh, these words don't provide value in a sentence, you don't need to use much brain power to think about using them. So, simply learn them off by heart. And that's an expression. Simply learn them off by heart and use them while speaking on any topic. To learn something off by heart means to memorize it, uh, to memorize it word by word. So I want you to memorize these filler words and I want you to practice them later, okay? Alrighty, easy peasy, so far. I will give you examples of these uh, words very soon. Just bear with me. Just wanted to mention about some of the disadvantages of using the filler words, okay? Again, I said, okay, that's my filler word. That's my favorite filler word. <laughs> well, some of the disadvantages of filler words would be if you are using them too often, it might make you sound a bit immature, indecisive, uh, or nervous even. 
um, just like um. Now, having said this, uh, we just have to be smart about what words to use uh, as filler words and how often we should use them. Well, you know, words like um or um, yeah, mm, um, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, these type of words, they could be considered filler words. Uh, they fill those awkward silences or pauses. Okay, are you with me so far? I hope so. I hope you're following me so far, amigos y amigas. So I'm not uh, here to teach you about um, okay? <laughs> We're not here to learn this silly uh, filler word um. Because uh, saying this um too often will make you sound indecisive. Indecisive is a word that describes someone who, who can't make a decision. Indecisive, immature or nervous. So I use it when I speak English, but I try not to use it too often, of course, because it would just make me sound nervous or immature <laughs> or unprepared, okay? Sometimes when I'm unprepared, I will say um too often, okay? Well... Some simple words for you to remember are okay. You'll uh, you'll hear me use this one. Sure, okay, okay. Or you would hear me say okie dokie, <laughs> okie dokie. Same as okay. If you feel very friendly and playful and very cheeky, you can say okie dokie. Alrighty, that's another one. I use that one. Alrighty, and another simple one to remember is right. Can say, oh right, uh, radio, right. Okay, those uh, words can help you. Uh, uh <laughs> so those uh, words can help you buy some time until your next phrase or next sentence. Okay, great. Okay, I said it again. You see, cool, radio. Let's move on. Now that that's been said, let's move on to some cool examples of conversation fillers. So here are some examples of the conversation fillers, as I like to call them, that will help you sound fluent in any conversation with a native speaker or no native speaker, okay? The filler word number one, adverbs. Adverbs such as basically, actually, seriously, clearly and totally. Yo, totally, dude. Totally, man. Just do it. All right. So when you use these particular adverbs, we call them adverbs, they would emphasize the meaning or uh, direction of the statement that you're about to make. For example, basically, you heard me use this one before in my earlier episodes. Actually, I think I used it just at the beginning of the show as well. You will hear this one often used in conversations such as For example, well, basically, blah, 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 blah. Okay, you can use it at the start of a sentence. Well, basically, or just basically. Basically is used toward the end of a conversation. So when you're summarizing something. For example, basically, when we play as a team, we are more likely to win the game. That was a very simple example. So, basically, that explains the word basically, okay? <laughs> We are summarizing that point. The next uh, couple of uh, conversation fillers are 
actually and seriously. We use actually to make a point, to say something is true even though others may not agree with you. Actually, I think the word football is a more appropriate name than soccer to describe the game. It's just my my opinion. Um, and the game is known around the world as football. So I think that the word football is more appropriate than the word soccer. Actually, we can use the word actually a lot in our conversations. Sometimes too much. We also use it to show if we are surprised at something or if we are surprised with somebody. My husband actually expected me to be a cook, to be in the kitchen when we got married, but nah. <laughs> okay, that is a bit of an exaggerated example, but it is kind of like it gives you a surprise, okay? So my husband was surprised he didn't expect me that I'm not a cook when we got married. So my example was my husband actually expected me to be a cook when we got married. Okay, exaggeration there. Because I can cook if I want to. The next phrase I want to teach you is filler word number two. It's actually a phrase or something like that. It's a phrase or something like that. I use this one a lot too. You have heard me use this one too. We use it when we want to describe something uh, or compare something to something similar. <laughs> Let's see if I can uh, explain that with an example. For example... I feel like eating something sweet, like Nutella or ice cream or something like that. Yeah, you following me so far? Cool bananas. Moving on to the next phrase for today. Feel a word number three or a feel a phrase at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Use this when you're about to finish explaining something. For example, I'll use an example here. At the end of the day, we played as a team and we won. Basically, when we play as a team, we are more likely to win the game. And at the end of the day, when we play as a team, we are bound to win the game. Okay? And the last phrase you need to know for today is filler word number four. Very simple. You know? That's it. With a question mark at the end. You know? <laughs> you know? Okay, we use this at the end of a sentence to bring the listener into the conversation. So I use this a lot too. But I like to mix it up a bit and I say, you know what I mean? And the listener will go immediately, yeah, sure, I know what you mean. They will agree with you. Yeah, sure, I know what you mean. And my husband says that a lot, even though he doesn't listen to me. Yeah, Milena, sure, I know what you mean. Nah, he didn't even listen to what I was saying whatever <laughs> okay so let's uh let's give you an example here is a example and i hope i don't confuse you with this example let's see conversation fillers are like linking phrases or something like that you know what i mean conversation fillers are like linking phrases or something like that you know what i mean hmm? great i hope you're following me so far because that's it, amigos y amigas. We are approaching the end of the show. To summarize today's show, we've learned the following. Number one, you don't have to speak perfect English to be a professional football player. Mm -hmm. Number two, we learned some filler words. Hopefully these were helpful. Uh, these, uh, these things will make you have a fluent conversation. 
so you can be understood by native speakers. That's the whole point of the uh, filler words. So you can think of conversation fillers as linking phrases. Both uh, conversation fillers and linking phrases help you go from one idea to the next. So I encourage you to practice the words you learned today. I hope today's uh, episode was useful to you. Please share it with your friends and your enemies. That would be cool. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right. (laughs) Before I finish today's show, I just want to say hello to a couple of people uh, who had time to email me. And uh, I want to say hello to Lou from Brazil who currently lives in Switzerland. I hope I said your name correctly, or I was hoping it's Lou or Lo, but um, hopefully I said it correctly. And we also have Manu from India, who is an expert in physics and who wants to learn more professional English. That's cool. Thanks for your message, Manu. And lastly, Paula from Brazil, who lives in the US currently. Thanks, guys, for sharing a little bit about yourselves. And thanks for taking the time to get in touch. Alrighty, for the rest of you and everybody, you've been an awesome audience. As usual, you've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Mm-hmm.